Hi friends. I'm uh, writing a little bit more these days and I just wanted to let you know that um, we've got a new newsletter that you can go and subscribe to. It's uh, Ministry Bits Weekly and I'd love to you for you to go check that out. It's at chadl.co slash subscribe or you can find it on the sidebar, the left sidebar of my website at any time. And I've improved a lot of different things on my website. I've got a reading list that I'd love for you to check out as well. It's right there on the sidebar. It's everything that I'm reading and I'm would like to think that I linked some pretty really cool stuff, uh, some pretty interesting things. So go check that out. It's updated daily um, because I've got it fed through Instapaper and uh, uh, if this then that, and it's a really really good thing. So I'd invite you to find check out those things if you haven't been on the website in a while. Uh, go check it out, chadl.co. Uh, let's get on with the show. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. My name is Chad Lemon, and I'm here your host for this 49th episode of Ministry Bits. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have had a lot of growth um, in the past few months, and that is all uh, attributed to you. And I thank you so much as the listeners for tuning in. Uh, it seems like every other day I get a message about or something about Ministry Bits about, hey, I love this show, or I and, and, you know, you're wrong about something on this show, or uh, I wondered why you said this and asking me about different apps and different things. And guys, I, I just love it. I love helping you guys. I love helping you uh, all I can, if I can. And uh, thank you so much for your support and encouragement. And thank you for your questions. If you have questions, uh, I will try to uh, endeavor to answer them any way I possibly can. And uh, today, I believe we're probably going to have a few questions about this because I've gotten several I've heard from several different people, not necessarily about the show, but I've heard um, a lot of stuff about how a lot of churches would like to start um, recording their video or audio and putting into a podcast form or streaming it live over the web. And we're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about capturing and streaming your worship services. And um so we're just going to go ahead and get into it. And I just want to tell you first, first and foremost, um, if you're thinking about this, um, you don't really need to call anybody to do it. You don't need to pay a, a, an audiovisual guy that works for a huge company thousands of dollars uh, to come in and, and set these things up for you. Because odds are you already have an infrastructure set up. You already have a, a system, a, a nice PA system or a nice, uh, you know, uh, you have a speaker system in your auditorium and you already have audio equipment to, to manage that. And there is just a few things, you know, you can make uh, some old tech work with some new tech. Normally you'd say that as a cardinal rule, you'd say, you know, well, don't let your, don't let old tech mix with new tech because that's, that's a bad idea. Well, sometimes it is. And sometimes you just need to flat replace something. You need to, uh, you know, in most days, this day and age, in most cases, you can buy something brand new that'll be smaller, better, and less expensive than what you currently have, because that's how far this stuff is technology, video, audio, streaming, and internet computing has gone in the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, so if you haven't updated your equipment, uh, updated your stuff in about 10 to 15 years, I'd, I'd look into it because there may be uh, a much more inexpensive way to do it than you may think. Now, if you call in a guy from Nashville or Louisville or something like that, 
and who works for a multi-million dollar company, uh, audio visual company that comes in and does these things professionally, they're going to tell you that you need, you know, to spend $40,000 on a new speaker system. And they're going to tell you all these sorts of things. What I'm trying to tell you is that most of this, and there's exceptions, especially with bigger churches, but I'm primarily talking about smaller churches, you know, sub 1000 member churches, um, especially sub 500 member churches, because you can actually do this pretty inexpensively if you do a little bit of work with it and you uh, kind of follow and, and follow what we're going to be talking about today. And I do want to tell you, you know, this is not going to be a guide. Uh, this is this is episode is a first step. Uh, this is usually I try to cover something in depth and cover all the different aspects of things, but this episode is going to be completely uh, just a first step to to maybe point you in the right direction uh, because we're not going to be able to really hit the tip of the iceberg with some of this stuff. I'm going to give you what I think, and then you can kind of go from there. Um, some of your old stuff will work. You need to make sure that you know what kind of infrastructure you already have set up, and we're going to ask some questions about that here in just a minute. Um, but some of your old stuff will work. Your microphones, they're probably just fine uh, for capturing high-quality audio. Uh, your cables are probably okay. You know, Unless they're like 30 years old, they're probably fine. Uh, some of your older amplifiers and maybe even some of your uh, analog boards, you know, with like the ton of switches on them, they're probably still okay for use. Um, but you don't need to use a switchboard uh, from, you know, from 1980. You need to at least update it uh, and do different things. Now, there's a couple of tools and a couple of different cables that I'm going to talk about today. Um, capturing audio and video is actually pretty easy. Um with a few tweaks to your system and uh, some inexpensive equipment, you can capture that stuff uh, very, very easily. Streaming gets into kind of a whole nother level. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. And there's a ton of options today uh, for streaming because that seems to be the the cool thing that the kids want to do these days is stream the stuff, stream all the things, you know, and stuff like that. So, Here's your two options, and we'll go ahead and go over that. Here, here's your two options that I see, and, and you know, I'm not an audiovisual, you know, expert, but I have worked with all this technology for for probably over a decade now, and this is what I've seen working for at least three different churches in the last uh, eight years. Uh, you have two options: you capture your video and audio through one stream through a computer. Okay, that's required for streaming. If you want to stream your services, you're going to have to have a way, whatever, using whatever equipment you have to route that audio and video signals through to your computer, because you're going to have to have a computer uh, to encode, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, through various different software things and plans that I'm going to talk to you about. Uh, you will have to have a computer to encode that signal and send it out to stream live over the internet, whether that's on Church VU, whether that's on YouTube, whether that's on Ustream. We'll talk about all those things here in just a little bit. So you capture audio and video through one stream. You're going to have to do that for streaming. Or if you don't have any interest in streaming, which I'm talking to you as well, if you don't if you don't really have any interest in streaming, if you think that you don't have a big enough audience that would be able to log on and be interested in your stream, um, because streaming is very much live, they would have to, you know, Basically, you had to have people log on to your stream at the time when it's streaming to be able to see 
that broadcast. It's just like anything you know, live on television, anything live on uh, the web. There's ways to archive those things and rebroadcast them or restream them later or put them on YouTube or things like that. But at the same time, uh, if, if you don't have a live need, as, as in you don't have people that need to be able to see your services live or have a huge audience for that, then I would argue against streaming because streaming makes you go, it, it adds a whole other level of complexity onto the things and the equipment that you have to have. And we're going to talk about all that um, just here in a little bit. But the questions that you have to ask um, here's the questions that you have to ask. Okay. So here's, here's some questions. Do you, does your church already have cameras in place for video? Um, are they old cameras? Are they standard definition or are they high definition? Um, at this point, even in 2016, I wouldn't worry about 4k just yet because streaming 4k and broadcasting 4k is very problematic because it's such a huge file size. But HD streaming, 720p HD streaming is probably the standard that you need to set for yourself. Uh, don't even look at anything that is not high definition uh, because high definition is incredibly standard now. Uh, pretty much every computer <clears throat> can, can handle high definition. Uh, every kind of streaming service is going to handle at least 720p high definition, if not better. Uh, even YouTube uh, actually... YouTube and Netflix are actually streaming 4K right now, but you don't even have to worry about that. Uh, does your church already capture or stream audio? And if they're doing that, um, if, if you're not, then you'll have to build something to stream that audio. Now, if you're capturing audio, there's very inexpensive, uh, very high quality ways that you can do that. And I'm going to talk about a one recorder in particular. Um, and, the thing that you have to understand about all this stuff is that there's so much different equipment. There's so many different ways to do this uh, that it's incredible. It's really incredible. And you're just going to basically have to pick a way. Um, and so I'm going to recommend a bunch of stuff to you and a bunch of gear today. But other than that, I'm not going to really recommend um, anything else other than the small scope that I'm going to recommend. This is an interesting uh, question to ask, though. Does your church already pipe video or audio to another source? Do you already broadcast to a local radio station? Do you already send a video um, to a cry room uh, or a nursery or a second location or an annex or something like that? And if so, if you do do that, how is that transmitted? Is that radio? Is that TV? Is that coaxial cable? Is that through what's called an SDI cable? Is that through HDMI? There's all sorts of different things. And I know I just threw a bunch of acronyms at you, but... You have to determine what kind of system you have in place already so that you could you can probably use uh, your existing system. Uh, even if it's a standard definition feed, you can probably use your existing system uh, to stream live as well. Uh, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. So, you know, what I want to tell you is that <clears throat> what we use here uh, at... Um, at Graymere and a lot of other different places use this. We have um, a computer and we have a Mac. And, and the most inexpensive Mac that we have is a Mac Mini. And I'm going to have um, uh, links to all of this gear uh, in the show notes as well. So you can find those show notes at chadl.co slash mbits slash 049. And so we have a Mac Mini, which it runs about six or $700. And um, it's just a tiny little PC. You have your own monitor, keyboard, and mouse. 
And it's just a tiny little PC that you can work off of a desktop and you can, it has a bunch of USB inputs. It has an HDMI uh, out on it and everything like that. You can capture audio via USB through these different things. Uh, you can capture audio independently and you can use, uh, I like Behringer mixers. Uh, and when I say mixer, I mean, you know, audio boards with all the knobs on them and different things. I love Behringer. I've used Behringer a lot before and they seem to be a very industry standard. Um, and some of the, you would be, you would be surprised at how inexpensive some of these mixers are. Some of the smaller mixers, and this is really all you need to stream or to broadcast your audio, uh, is relatively cheap, you know, $150, $200. Um, if you go and get, I've got a link in the show notes to a Belkin Y cable splitter. It's the headphone jack on one end and the two RCA left and right, you know, um, audio with the red and white on the other end using just that little cable. That's like two bucks. You can do a lot of things with that. Uh, you can stream the audio from your board or from an audio source that you have uh, to a mixer. Your board is going to have several different outputs to several different things, and it's going to be able to push audio uh, to a number of different places. And that's going to be important because if you're capturing video and audio, you're going to have to capture those separately. Uh, you're going to have to have, you're going to have to have capture the audio through your PA system. And then you're going to have to capture your video through whatever video uh, camera that you have system. And speaking of cameras, uh, I would like to recommend a camera to you uh, that's incredibly inexpensive, but very, very good and high quality. And it's able to uh, stream via HDMI. It's the Canon Vixia HF R700. And I've got the link in the show notes as well. You can go see that. And it's uh, $300 for a nice, tiny little camera that you can mount on the back wall. Uh, these cameras are not being able to remote controlled. So it will be pretty much a static camera. Or if you were to put it on a tripod, you can put it in the back and have somebody have a, essentially have a cameraman um, follow your speaker or preacher around if he's one of those preachers that likes to move uh, and and talk and do stuff and you know all the things that those those preachers like to do you know how that goes and so uh, if you're wanting to just have a very basic setup to capture your video and audio to post it on your website later and you don't want to worry about any streaming I would go for the Canon Vixia camcorder that I mentioned. Uh, it's very good. I'd get a Manfrotto tripod or Manfrotto, excuse me, Manfrotto tripod. Um, very inexpensive, but very high quality tripods. You can get a really good tripod for about 70 or 80 bucks. Um, don't skimp on the tripod, in my opinion. Uh, you'll need a good tripod. Even for a small camera, you'll, you'll want to have a good solid tripod and it'll last you for 10, 20 years. Um, and then I want to recommend the Zoom H4n audio recorder or the Zoom H5. I actually have an H5 sitting right here next to me that is able to capture all the high quality video and audio or audio, excuse me, that we want to capture. It is absolutely fantastic. The best part about this is, is that it can uh, have a number of different inputs or outputs to it that you can have um, connected through a mic. So you can have this be your audio capture device and you can have it sitting back in the back of your auditorium and connected to your board. Uh, this audio recorder is not cheap. It is about 300 bucks, I believe, but it captures to an SD card. It captures extremely high quality audio. I have never found a better uh, audio recorder capture device than this. This is what we use for all of our video uh, things. We, this is what I've been using for the AIM series. Uh, we attach a little lapel mic to it 
but um, you could attach pretty much anything that's an XLR or a, a headphone jack to uh, these Zoom recorders. Uh, anything H4N and above, I believe the H4N, the H5, and the H6, they get progressively more in cost, but they have more features. And uh, some of them, have, I think even the H6 is a multi-track recorder, so you can record uh, multiple tracks uh, which is pretty awesome to have because um, it's recording exact, basically two or three files at a time. Uh, so it's really, really nice. But that's just a basic setup. Now, you could also use that stuff to stream. And I do want to talk about streaming very briefly. And, you know, there again, I want to just give this disclaimer. Um, this is not a how-to guide necessarily. This is just a, hey, this is to get you pointed in the right direction. Um I can't emphasize enough to not call in the professionals that are going to charge you thousands and thousands of dollars to do this. While that may be easier uh, to do, it may not be better for you in the long run, and it's obviously going to cost you a lot of money. Um, I, I would not recommend doing that um, because a lot, a lot of these companies are going to use the streaming services that they want to use, not the ones that are maybe even church-friendly. But the services that I've come up with and that I've found that will be able to do what you want it to do. And, and if you have a Mac or if you have a PC, uh, there's an app called Wirecast. Wirecast, one word. And it is a very, and the link is in the show notes, but it is a very good app uh, to stream audio and video uh, to a server, to a service. Uh, Wirecast actually streams to YouTube uh, for free. There's a free version. It has a small watermark on the bottom left-hand corner of the image that you're transmitting. But once you get it all set up, and we won't get into the technical setup necessarily of that, but it kind of walks you through it. Um, you have to do some things on YouTube's end. You have to sign up for a streaming account and different things like that. If you have a YouTube channel that's in good standing and all those other different stuff, you have to check on that. But you can use Wirecast and YouTube to stream your services live for free. And uh, that, to me, is pretty great. Um, you can pay, I believe, a couple of uh, hundred dollars and get the Wirecast version that doesn't have a watermark, and it allows you to capture from different sources and different things like that. But once you have all this routed properly to your computer, the video and audio, you can therefore use Wirecast to encode it and send it out over the Internet. Uh, a service that does this all for you uh, that I have seen in action uh, that I was actually pretty impressed with was a service called Church VU, and uh, it's at churchvu.net, and you can find the link in the show notes as well. And uh, I'm telling you, this service is pretty impressive, and they've got some pretty impressive tools. It's Mac or PC. Um, you, as long as you've got the infrastructure set up to capture your video and audio and stream that live over the internet, they give you very affordable plans. I think it's eighty dollars a month, uh, which is actually very very good. Um, for the high quality uh, that they get. And they give you a lot of tools with that, a lot of software that you can use to encode it. And uh, you're going to have to have qualified people to kind of work these and do these different things, uh, people that kind of know what they're doing. But at the same time, once you get all this set up, it's basically just kind of point, click, and run with it. And so Church VU is the one that you should look into. I found it, I've seen it in action. I found it very impressive. It's a good all-in-one service. That's about the only one that I could uh, recommend. Um, but for Wirecast and YouTube, you kind of have to set all that stuff up yourself. Church VU, you still have to set it up, but it's not probably not as complex. 
uh, I've got a link to the YouTube live streaming guide and they kind of walk you through all the steps that you're going to need to stream your services uh, live on YouTube. Uh, another one that I just wanted to kind of do as an honorable mention is uh, Ustream church service streaming. Uh, Ustream, if you use Ustream for free, uh, they will throw up ads every 10 minutes, I believe, um, that you can't control. Uh, so in the middle of your church services, you will have a 30 second or minute long ad that you don't even know what it's about. And it could be about, you know, a beer commercial. It could be, you know, some, I, I doubt it'll be a beer commercial, but it could be about something that, that maybe the church doesn't need to say. And plus you're going to have an ad in right inside of your, um, church service streaming. And you don't want to have that. Well, Ustream figured that out and they are offering church service streaming. And I believe it is also $80 a month. They charge you by the month as well. And, uh, you still have to have the tools in place and the computer in place to route that audio and video through an encoder, but Ustream also walks you through that a little bit as well. Um, so we talked about all these different things. We talked about this thing. The most important thing is that you have to make sure that you know what you have already, uh, because odds are you have an infrastructure set up to where you can buy very little equipment uh, and actually be able to stream your services live. Now, if you have nothing set up, I would highly recommend going with just a small recorder like the Canon Vixia that I mentioned, and then get an audio capture device that you can plug into your PA system and capture very, very high quality audio. And both of those record to SD cards. SD cards are incredibly inexpensive. Don't get anything less uh, than a 32 gigabyte SD card these days. And so, um, I hope that this has been helpful and beneficial. I hope that this has kind of put you in the right direction if you're thinking about streaming your services. Um, you need to be able to look at what you have and look at what you're working with first before you go and try to do anything. Now, if you just want to kind of uh, nuke and pave, as so to speak, if you just want to nuke all of it and start from scratch, then you'll find, I think you'll find that it won't cost you 40 grand to put all this stuff in. It may cost a company to come in and put it in for you for 40 grand. But if you do it yourself, it would probably cost less for a, for a, I don't know, for a sizable church to put in a new PA system. I bet that you could get it done for about 15 or $20,000. That's just me, me talking. So we've checked into actually getting a new speaker system here at Graymere because our speaker system is becoming a little bit antiquated. And so we've looked into doing some of that stuff and you can get incredibly high quality speakers um, for a couple thousand dollars, uh, not even that much. And so I would uh, very definitely look into that as well and check that out uh, if you have a, a time to do that. So I hope I've answered some of your questions. Maybe we can have a follow-up episode on this and go into it a little bit more about how to set it up. But I'd really check out that YouTube streaming because uh, YouTube is actually offers it for free. And if you get Wirecast, Wirecast, you pay for it once and you can use that software and you can stream to YouTube for free. And uh, people can go to YouTube. It's a very, you know, it's not some arbitrary website. You can probably embed it on your personal website, um, which would be really good because you can, uh, not personal website, but your church website, which would be super, super cool. And so you could have it right there on your website. You could do it uh, so-and-so churchofchrist.org uh, slash stream. And you could have your stream going every Sunday, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. 
So I hope this has been helpful. We're going to have a short prayer, and then we are going to uh, end our podcast for today. Thank you so much, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Thank you so much that you have blessed us uh, with this wonderful marvel of technology. Please help us to use this to broadcast your gospel to the, to a dying world. Help us to use these tools and never have these tools overpower your message, but have your tools help this message to forward your kingdom. Thank you so much for your son, Jesus. Thank you so much for his sacrifice, and it's in his name that we pray. Amen. And you can find show notes, of course, at chadl.co slash mbits slash 049. And uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and um, subscribe to the newsletter. And the newsletter comes out every Friday. So at the time of this recording, it will be coming out in about two days, uh, issue number four. And it's just a nice little newsletter of links that we, stuff we've published. And then I have a bunch of interesting links and stuff out there. Comes to you once a week. It's not going to be anything uh, crazy or anything like that. And hopefully you'll get a lot out of it. And I've been working pretty hard on it and I'm really, really proud of it. So go to that, chadl.co slash subscribe. You can subscribe there. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating for this podcast. Go into iTunes and leave a rating uh, for this podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much and uh, go out and have a blessed week.